to say, sir. You gotta make it concise. That's not gonna be easy. Short. Fortune cookie. Think fortune cookie. Not scroll. Not scroll. You guys remember Dave? <laughs> the cutie pie? Okay. Alright. Sure. We, uh, we come from California. Uh, land of fire. Yes. Yes. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, this same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Else? You're listening to the dollop! <laughs> This is a Bicycle American History podcast where each exactly. week I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to a guy I've met. Named Gareth Reynolds, who is much more than a guy you've met, and he has no idea what the topic is going to be about. I set the, I set the stage. October 21st, 1820! <laughs> I don't think we'll ever be here in here 1900 something. I feel like we really know where the bread's buttered. Year of our Lord Jesus Christ, the first one, not the. Yeah. Not the next one. Not yeah. The, 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 not, the first one, the only one. Not the one from the squeakle. Let's not start making up. Yeah. 
Let's not start splintering off extra juices. Yeah. There's a new one. John W. Dawson was born in Cambridge, Indiana. Okay. He worked as an office clerk as a teenager and then studied at both Wabash and Transylvania colleges. Mm -hmm. So he doubled it up? Yeah, for sure. Got two degrees. Mm -hmm. What would you do? I mean, I just can't ever hear went to the College of Transylvania and be like, mm-hmm, for I sure. I know, you never can. No, it's just I picture someone waking up in coffins taking state yeah. classes or something, yeah. There's never a moment where anybody says they went there and I don't go, that's the craziest yeah, thing. Yeah, it's just like, like yeah. Like, what did you do about the Draculas? Yeah, yeah. Did what you are, fight them off? What are you studying? Which kind of water? <laughs> you must be invited into the house first. Do you know what's at Transylvania College? A, Do I know? Yeah, a, Bram Stoker. A, no, in their, uh, whatever, their lab or their, their place where they store shit, uh, a piece of, of the meat from the Kentucky Meat Shop. Oh, good. good. <laughs> that's yeah. important, yeah. That's spe special, and, yeah. You can taste it. Sure, for sure. No, it's like a Costco. That's right. So John Dawson uh, became a lawyer, and he married Amanda Thornton. Okay. So it's going well. Well, okay, sure. He was also a farmer. Okay. He enjoyed farming. Sure. Uh, in 1853, he then got into the newspaper business, and he rented a uh, printing press. He started cranking out newspapers. Sure. The paper was very anti-Nebraskan. <laughs> and he's from Indiana? Gotta fucking take a so stance. So he's just like, fuck him. Gotta take a stance. Anti-Nebraska Times. Come out hot, man. Come out with fucking opinions. Yeah. I was gonna right. buy your paper. Man, Nebraska still fucking sucks. <laughs> An editorial. Uh, that means it uh, means that the, the paper was pro-slavery for Nebraska and Kansas because they were having the whole. At that time, it was the you know bloody Kansas. Right. Less bloody Nebraska situation. Sure. Broken bone. Broken bone. Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Weeping pustule, Nebraska. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not sure what's happening, but keep going for yourself, for sure. Uh, and so, he was also anti-abolition, anti-liquor, pro-free schools, and hated Catholics. Boy, I'll tell you, he loses you and then he brings you back for a second. Know, again, right? doesn't he? You're like, fuck this guy, well, hold on a minute. Let's... Free schools is good. Free schools, hating the Catholics, oh, love. Let's hate the Catholics. Let's go. Fuck the Pope. Right. He should lead with those two. So you're following him, and then he's like, "Bless will keep slavery." You're like, "Let's turn around. Let's actually. Yeah, we don't need to follow this guy anymore. This guy doesn't understand." Anti-liquor. You lost me there, really. Yeah. Oh, and, I mean, that's, like, uh, yeah. Just mind your fucking business. Yeah. 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 So all of those things aligned him with the No Nothing Party. Mm-hmm. Dawson ran for office. Uh, in the it, it, to, it, for the Indiana House in 1854 on the People's Party ticket, and he lost. Okay. A couple of years later, he ran for Indiana Secretary of State, this time on a combined Republican Know Nothing Party ticket. Okay, so they know something now. They've learned. They know some stuff. They know one or two things. They know enough not to just run on their own. Right. They fucking suck. Right, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, so the Evansville Daily Journal reported they received a handbill that, quote, makes some terribly severe charges against Dawson. A handbill? Yeah, I think it's just a piece of paper with some shit on it. So a bill? 
I mean, it's really it's just a, it's like what's like a note? I mean, it's like a fax. I don't know. The guy handed a guy something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to make the noise. Right? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Wait, um, that means. No, you're not. Me, 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 me. I'm not calling. If you'd like I'm to make a call, call, please hang up and try again. <laughs> and if you need to. help, hang up and then dial your operator. I just want to get a. <laughs> now, now I feel like I'm si signing on to AOL. <laughs> it was like, remember? Yeah. <laughs> you're old. Huh? It's brutal. Uh, so the Evansville, like I said, Danny General said, quote, make. Yeah. make some terribly severe charges against Dawson for which the sake of human nature we hope are not true. For the sake of human nature? Human nature. I mean, so was, what's he doing, fucking horses? Well, or, I mean, or, even then I would say that's not, I, mean, I would say you need more to say for the, for the yeah. fate of human nature. No, not fate. <laughs> the sake of human nature. Well, the, the, I mean, the stakes are pretty high is what I'm it's saying. It's not stake, it's sake. It's not, it just means, God, I hope this guy isn't doing what they're saying. It doesn't mean, like, humanity's gonna end. Well, I mean, they're making some pretty bold fucking charges against one guy. Yeah, I mean, clearly I think he's fucking horses or whatever. You're really sticking to your theory. You already know the fucking story. What are you hypothesizing about this dude fucking horses for? You've read the shit. Turns out he was fucking horses. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, that'd be great. Look, a centaur! Wait, wait. Daddy? No, not a centaur! Not a centaur! Holy shit! Not at all a centaur! Oh my god, I mean, it's sort of a... Never mind. We might have a centaur in nine or so months, is what I'm predicting at this point. This man is really... Good thing they didn't go the other way around, I'll say that. Brutal. The accusations were that he was enjoying a lot of ladies too much. Okay. Remember, he's married. Sure. So, it's not great. No, I know. Mormons say one wife only. Uh, he lost that election, too. Okay. But he wasn't done. Two years later, he ran for the Indiana House as a Democrat. Wow. It's his, he's just like, I will try every party. I will. Yeah. Now I'm a Democrat. I don't believe in shit. Let's do this. Uh -huh. uh, he lost again. Okay. What's next? Well, his newspaper... I'm a Whig! <laughs> his newspaper was backing Lincoln big time. Okay. Uh, and it's a Republican paper. Sure. Now, John didn't have much political experience because every time he ran, he lost an election. But regardless, Lincoln was considering appointing him to be the governor of Utah. Okay. It was just that easy. It was that easy. Okay. Well, there's a reason. Obviously, it's a strange call, you know. Sure. This guy's never actually won office. Yes. He just has a paper. But it wasn't really a job that anybody wanted. Nobody wanted to be the governor of Utah. Nobody wanted to be the governor of Utah. Okay. Absolutely That's helping. Nobody. That's helping. Okay, relax. You don't need to talk. Absolutely fucking All nobody. Right. So much so that, like, what about that guy that sucks? <laughs> uh, John, and John was actually open to it. I would imagine he would be. Which put him ahead of pretty much everybody, because literally no one wanted to be the governor of Utah. Is there a real reason? Yeah, I mean, it's full of Mormons. <laughs> but why not be like, wouldn't you be, I'd be like a ruler. It reminds me so much of the alpaca farm in so many ways. 
Jesus Christ. No, no, no. It's very, it's a very similar story. Is it? Yeah. Name one difference. Keep going. Okay. Also, the Indiana Republican Party thought John was a huge embarrassment, and his loose morals were really bad for the party, so they wanted him gone. Okay, so... Basically, he's being cast off to the governorship of Utah. Yeah, because, again, Utah is full of Mormons. And, and nobody has any interest. And everybody's like, they're, you know, they, they, the metal massacre, like, that. not great sure. shit has gone down. Right. And they're also not Christian, you know, the traditional Protestant bullshit, the other fake thing. <laughs> and so... <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, so they're just like, well, fuck those guys. Let's give them this... Uh, Fucking near hobo guy. Okay. Okay. It seems like punishment. Sure. Um, so it's a great way to get rid of him. Utah is basically banishment. It's a distant desert where he could be exiled. So perfect. Good on, Lord. On October 3rd, 1861, President Lincoln appointed John Dawson as the third governor of the Utah Territory. Okay. Okay. So. So it's happening. No one in Utah likes this idea. They're all like, fuck this guy. Right, He's I would imagine, bullshit. right. Yeah. But they can't pick their own governor yet because they're not a state, so the feds get to do oh, it. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Uh, the Mormons and their leader, Brigham Young, resented the federal government uh, for intruding into their lives. And that'll end. Yeah, that'll end. Uh, that'll turn it's on. a phase. Yeah, that'll... Uh, it's like adolescence. Well, that happens for a couple of years, man. Yeah. And then it's love and affair. Welcome in. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, and they really, like everything they've heard about John Dawson, they do not like it. So it's just a bad idea. So he rolls in mm -hmm. and uh, he just comes right in and gets busy, gets to work. Okay, what's he doing? Uh, well, first he. First of all, let's get all the Nebraskans out of here. They're fucking morons. You gotta come in hot, you gotta have opinions. And right. The, the best opinion I have is to be against Nebraska. Right. <laughs> uh, so he arrived on December 7th, 1861. He came to Salt Lake City, which is the territorial capital. Sure. Previously, it had been Fillmore, uh, named after President uh, Millard Fillmore, to recognize his courage in appointing Brigham Young, the first governor. So he gets a city for his bravery of naming Brigham Young the governor. Yeah. Okay, that seems because like... Because again, right. you, you are picking a Mormon and they don't like the Mormons, right? So it is kind of brave. Sure. I mean, I guess it is brave. Sure, it's brave. Like going into Iraq was brave. But that, you know, that worked out. Yes. Yes. So the capital eventually moved to Salt Lake City because no one wanted to live in Fillmore. Okay. So they just gave him like a horrible place? Yeah, like, yeah. it's an honor. It's, you know, there's a hill above it. You oh, I that. love it. This is perfect. Yeah, no this one, is just Fillmore. No one wants to be here. Yes, of course. Everyone will move to Fillmore. <laughs> yes. A city on a hill. Fillmore. Oh, no, below a hill. It's, there's hills above it. Well, either way, there's a hill and the, the yes. city could easily... The city below a hill. The city under a hill. Under Fillmore. My town. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it now. No, congratulations. Yeah, no. The amount of building we'll do here, too. Mm -hmm. It's really going to take off. Really going to take off. Yeah. yeah, I can see a lot of There's stuff. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to do. Yeah. A lot of rock. 
Yes. Yeah. Up on the hill. There. Yeah, right. But we're down here in Fillmore. <laughs> yeah. It's It'd not. be great to get one of those cities on a hill, though, huh? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. It seems like a lot of these are available. Maybe we could just... Uh, it's better down here. You're more of a lowland. Lowland kind of yeah. guy. Sure, sure. All right, great. Hmm? Great. So it's Fillmore's under these rocks here, I understand, right? That's right. Just dig to Fillmore. My home. Congratulations. Thank you so okay. much. Not a lot of people out here, no, huh? No, yeah. That's, I think it's one of those, uh, if you build it, they will come sort of situations. And then, not even then, yeah. Yeah, no, and then they'll, yeah, right, yeah. Fillmore. Yeah, even if you build Population it. Fillmore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people are going to drive by in, uh, you know, 150, 200 years, and there'll be signs everywhere that said, this used to be the capital. The capital. Yeah. Not anymore, because, right. you know. Sorry, what is going on? Not great. Uh, it's, no, it's good. How it's, do you know that? <laughs> Who are you? I know how to time travel. You that son of a bitch. Do you right. have, huh? What? Did you say, what, no. did, you, what did you say? Hello. Hello. Okay. Want to be a roomie in my town? No, no one wants to be a roomie in your town. No one wants to be there. People are going to drive by. It's like one exit. Okay, what's an exit? What are you talking about? You'll see. You'll see. What are you talking about? Uh, did you see what I did there? I'll tell you, I worked pretty fucking hard for nothing. <laughs> So John got here and immediately started pissing off all the Mormons. Okay. Which was his, that's why, I think that's why he was sent. Right. That's what it sounds like. In his first address to the legislature, he pushed them, saying they needed to pay a 40,000 annual tax to support the union in the war. Okay, so that's good. People like taxes. Yes. And also, they were like, we don't care about the fucking war. Like, right. They were like, it's not our deal. Right. It's your deal. Right. Um, so, even though John was pro-slavery, he thought preserving the Union was more important. So, fight for the Union. Okay. Interesting. Uh, he blamed the abolitionists for the war, because they pushed it too hard. Yeah, and they were really fucking, yeah, they fucking were really jerk-offs about it. Own people. Yeah, those are humans. Enough. <laughs> Ridiculous. He told the legislature giving money to the Union war effort would show people Mormons actually cared about the country and weren't disloyal. Right, and they were like, we don't give a fuck. Get yeah. out of here. We don't care about the country, yeah. so. Go. Um, Brigham Young really not down with this idea. He okay. does not want to give any fucking money to the Union or the war. Okay. He didn't think the US government would want Mormon money anyway. And he, at this time, he is basically like the leader of the Mormons, for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah, he's, right. uh, so he's, he's, I think it's called King Mormon. Right, 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 yeah. yeah. And he wears a crown. Yes, absolutely. And he has a cape. Yep. And golden shoes. And can fly a little bit. A little bit. A little bit of flying. Just sort of like one yes. of those. Yeah, like Iron Man testing his suit. That's right. Hello! Yeah. Oh, easy. Hello, everyone. Design! Bring up young! And can shoot lasers out of his eyes. Ah! Why didn't we use these? They did a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Brigham Young said, quote, they will want us to send 1,000 men to war. So they're worried if they get involved, then the Union will be like, all right, send some fucking dudes right. to kill some people. Right. So they're not into that. 
Uh, I will quote, see them in hell before I raise an army for them. What? Who? This like, why is he? Is is hell an option for a Mormon? Is that should that be on your radar? I'll meet him in hell, assuming we're wrong, which is really unlikely. But if we're wrong, we're probably really wrong. We're like way fucking off. Like we went out on a major limb with this one, so. If we miss the mark by a hair, it's gonna be a goddamn embarrassment. <laughs> Holy shit. We got pretty ambitious, honestly. I hope those fucking plates are from God. That's all I'll say. Yeah, they those are. fucking those... plates are some sort of yard prank. They're not. So help me God, we are all very fucked. Yeah. Forever, too. This whole thing. I mean, maybe we're wrong. Who knows? No, we can't be. How can plants get in the ground? I'll tell you what. I bet what happens is if we're wrong, we die and we go to Fillmore. That place is a shithole. Oh, fuck me. Absolutely fucking not. I don't fucking go to the Church of Satan before I go to Fillmore. Uh, well, basically the same thing. There's someone listening to Fillmore right now, like, what the fuck, man? Come on. It's fucking bad. It's pretty good. We got an Arby's. We got an Arby's. <laughs> Therefore, we technically have the meats. We have the meats. <laughs> we do. Oh, uh, Fillmore. Fillmore strong. Fillmore strong. We are plotting a coup of Salt Lake City as the capital in Fillmore. We will take Salt Lake City. The capital's coming back! Fillmore! Fillmore! Fillmore years! Fillmore years! It's maybe not the smartest slogan, but it's fun to chant, which I like. We like chanting. Yeah, we do. Hey, we just found a bunch of plates here at Fillmore! Holy shit! They're saying that, that Joseph's plates were bullshit. These are the real, real plates. plates. We got the real plates. Fillmore Strong! Fillmore! We said that right? Yeah. Anyway, we got the plates if you guys want it. Phil Mormon! Let's right. just throw some shit at the wall and get people here. <laughs> we're back. Who wants a salty lake anyway? What are you gonna, you're not gonna fucking drink it? <laughs> Fucking idiots. It's a baby ocean, if you ask me. <laughs> so, as far as John Dawson, Brigham Young said anyone who had been a newspaper editor for 15 years must be a, quote, jackass. Fair counterpoint, so... I got no argument there. Sometimes when Brigham Young spoke, he was yeah. dead on. It's gotta be weird when you're like, I actually agree with him. Uh, he uh, is making a lot of sense over here. Oh boy. Wow. So, we have to ask you to leave. <laughs> it's just this new policy we have. Yeah, sorry. Or we get to answer your phone. It's one of the two. No, you would rather leave. It's my dad. We would really like to talk to your dad. What, is he a Mormon? He's, he's not, not a Mormon? Okay. It's so probably I, could, I could probably talk him out of it. Gareth uh, got on the phone with uh, a Christian fella on the way up. There's a billboard that says, you know, if you have any questions about God. And boy, howdy do I. Uh... <laughs> It was really... It's quite a, quite a 15 minutes. 
<laughs> can't get off the phone easily in those. No, like, you all, can't. Right, all right, I should probably get right. He is amazing for sure. No, no, he's mysterious as well for sure. All right, I think we're going through a tunnel. Yeah, no, he is uh, miraculous. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. All right, I'm getting a fax. I got a. It's bad. At one point, uh, he brought up the. Uh, what is it? The Holy Spirit, the ghost. What's the fucking Trinity shit? The Holy Trinity. And you called it a threefer to him. It's all a bit of a blur. I don't know. I was talking in tongues for most of it. Somehow. Threefer. So they have 25 guys around the country that answer those billboards. Doing the Lord's work there, I guess. And your wife's like, Jesus Christ. Well, the best was he struggled with the Bluetooth. And then we had a miracle, he figured it out. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, a couple weeks later, the legislature passed a bill that would create a constitu constitutional convention to organize a state government. Okay, right? right. So that's sure. fucking turn right. this thing into a state. Right. John immediately vetoed it. Okay. He's like, you guys, that's not how you guys No, that's not how you do it. You're not ready. No, yeah. So I think it'll just be me for a little while, to be honest. <laughs> just get our feet wet with me first. Start learning my styles. He said it was too soon for Congress to deal with such a task. Yes, like, you don't want to be setting up an infrastructure immediately. These things take time yeah. and rainfall. We'll wait until a government grows through a harvest. So the Unlike fucking Nebraska. Those motherfuckers. Egg-headed shitheels. Get me started. We're like Nebraska. <laughs> nah, I should we We'll be invading Nebraska next week, everybody. I want to be clear. We are taking Nebraska. Do you understand me? Yeah, I just don't know why. We will attack and take Nebraska. It will be ours. And we're going to call the state Fillmore. It's over. It's... The state? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Good that you're not pushing back anymore for me. I like that. You've really fallen into line well. You the state. It's Utah. <laughs> well, Utah's good. Not this state. Oh. Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska. Yes. Oh, that's cool. You I haven't like been that. listening. Nebraska's stupid. Yes, that's the spirit boy. Last time I went through that, I slit like 84 throats. I think I've just found my vice governor. <laughs> so this bill had been very popular with voters because they wanted a state. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and so they're all mad. One reason they wanted a state was to make sure the federal government wouldn't appoint people like John Dawson. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I take issue with that idea. <laughs> So you tons? What do you guys call yourself? You, you tons? Uters. Uteruses. Uterus. So the the Utahs just blew off John's veto and they just started organizing and help, so holding meetings. As the governor is like, uh, please stop! Like I, no, because there's no actual infrastructure. He's just one person. So like, no. It's like a substitute teacher. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. Eh, you're not the real teacher, so He's, I don't really... This will end up on your permanent record! Yeah, but you'll be gone in like two months, so... Yeah. <laughs> then rumors started flying. He's only been here for like three weeks, right? Rumors started flying that John had made, quote, a grossly improper proposals to Tom Williams' wed widow. Okay. So, let's reanimate your husband. <laughs> Let's put a duck heart in his chest and see if it works. <laughs> huh? Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. Sounds great. Yeah, you've been. I big, believe all uh, kinds of crazy yeah, shit. Well, look, this is a duck heart and a human heart are about the same size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You the, think what do you think will happen to Tommy? He'll become a duck man, and then he will be my best friend. And you and I will wed. I thought you were bringing those all up here. I was like, whoa, 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 no. That's going to be quite an evening. Oh, my God. Like, that's, like, that's a fucking One for each wife. That is, a, that is a heavy fucking, I couldn't do that. Well, yeah. There we go. Yes. Yeah. I mean, tip. Tip is what we're saying. Yes. Tip. Look at that. I feel like I'm in a carnival. Like that's like the that was that was amazing. You couldn't lift that. No, way. fuck no. Yeah. No, my my shoulder would break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, for those of you listening, someone just brought a truck tire in. <laughs> <laughs> so now, a couple years before this, uh, the situation with the widow, two men had been shot and killed and. Totally different instances for doing pretty much the exact same thing. So it's just for getting on widows. Right, okay. Widows right. are off limits. Right, okay. It's now a ghost vagina. You can't go near it. <laughs> wow. It's forbidden. I'm just thinking of the Disney comedy. Yeah. Ghost vagina. Starring Ricky Gervais. That's the voice of the vagina. No, you're not coming in the air. <laughs> I'll cash out there. <laughs> <laughs> and when those guys got killed, everyone was like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to shoot and kill guys who hit on widows. Sure, it's sure. Just a, a right, right. So the Deseret newspaper revealed... The that what? <laughs> the what newspaper? Deseret. The what? Deseret? Why are you saying it so crazy? Have you not... Deseret. Deseret? Deseret. Deseret? Yeah. Deseret. Deseret? Yeah. What? Yeah, that's right. That guy's got my back. Yeah, Deseret newspaper. What does exactly De Deseret mean? What's the... It's the it's, original name of the original name of Utah. Okay. Oh. It's, I just know it's a giveaway for... Oh, that's a Mormon place. Yeah, okay. So, uh, the Desert newspaper revealed that John had made indecent proposals to the yeah. widow Williams. Okay, Robert Redford did it. That's right. For one night with her, I'll give you a million plates. Let's get the ghost out of there. She had been working as, as his housekeeper, which is how he became familiar with her. Okay. And apparently this happened at her house. So he's like, why don't we go to your place and you clean there for a while? And she's like, okay. Perfect. There you go. She was said to be so offended that she pushed him out of her house while holding a fireplace shovel as a weapon. Those, by the way, calling those shovels is overstating what they are. It's a spade at best. Yeah, oh yeah. It's like a copper spade. Yeah, yeah. A shovel. Okay, what, I mean, and what did he say? He was just like, have you ever, okay, but he was probably just like, have you ever thought about going out with another man? And she was like, oh my God, get the fuck out of here, you. Or would he have been crazier? I, I think he was probably much more forward. He was like, he was? I would like to put my stuff in your vagina. Okay, okay. <laughs> ever heard of Fillmore? Mm -hmm. 
I'm gonna fill more and fill less and 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 fill more and fill less. I'll tell you what. I'd like to fill more, but that'll be over too quick. So people hear about this and they're absolutely horrified. Sure. Disgusting. She was married once already, and he died. She's done with. Her life as a sexual being is over. Shut her down! She's done. It's over. The dead man was there. That's Have it. some respect. It's a tomb. <laughs> well, that's weird, I'm a tomb raider. Get the spade, get him out, get the tiny shovel. The Deseret News reported, quote, as soon as Dawson was informed that the deed would be divulged by the injured party, he suddenly, became, he suddenly became sick and crazy. Oh, okay, so he's, they, they're like, they're running an article about how you're a perv, and he's like, Woo! Ah, <laughs> I don't feel good! I live on the ceiling, this is my home! He made his will and sent his physician once and again to offer large rewards to the lady if she would make an affidavit that nothing of the kind reported had transpired. I love calling a bribe a reward. I'd also, like to reward you with some money if you lie. On my behalf. Also, what kind of fucking doctor is like, yeah, yeah, that's part of my job. Absolutely, I'll just put I it on the script a, here. I do bribes. Absolutely. I'm a doctor. Here you, know. you go. Go have this, yep. He would like you to stop talking about the fucking stuffing. So, so if you I'm could, a doctor. Medically speaking, <laughs> it's killing you. Kill. This thing you keep saying. He offered three thousand dollars. Wow. Jesus. Back then, that's a hundred thousand dollars. So fucking by the guilty. Way, by the way, yeah. It's, so guilty. I know, and that's like amazing. It's such a double down to be like, I'm sorry, I was inappropriate. Can I buy your honesty? <laughs> Is that wrong? Here's all the money. Yeah. So, Widow Williams had already made an affidavit to Brigham Young explaining what John had done. Okay. So, Brigham Young is also like, you know, oh, cool, we can get rid of this fucking guy. Right. So, he's got the goods. Right. So, John hears that a, a newspaper editor is going to print the story. Mm hmm So, he, it's a Mormon newspaper editor, so he threatens to shoot him if mm -hmm. he published anything about his immoral behavior. Right. So again, a nice double down where it's like, the idea that you're going to say that I have character flaws. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, if you do print it, I'll kill you. Do you understand me? Okay. The editor did not care and he published it. Okay. John then hopped on the next stagecoach out of town on New Year's Eve. Okay, so he's doing the governor Irish exit. <laughs> Interesting. So he seems very innocent. Yes, he's the actions of a man who are very, very innocent for sure. After he offered a hundred grand to Primer, then threatened to shoot the editor, and then fled the state that he's the governor of on New Year's Eve. That's right. Yeah, no. There's no smoke there. He told the Utah territorial secretary that he was in charge. And left? And left. I'm in charge. No, no, he said the other guy's in charge. Who's in charge? <laughs> 
I'm t- I gotta tell him. The territorial secretary. This in guy who's in charge of the s- territorial secretarial duties, he's in charge. Yeah, the state. He's of the, the governor. State. He's the new governor. I'll be back though, probably. Yes. 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 Not too long. No, I'll be right back. Yes. Once this all dies down and someone kills that nasty editor. I'll fax you when I'm close. <laughs> You never told you your facts that sound like gremlins eating? <laughs> oh, that wasn't a fax. That wasn't a fax? No, I was eating gremlins. Oh, okay. No, you, no. What? It's not the sound of a man eating gremlins, it's the sound of gremlins eating. Disagree. Uh, the Deseret News reporter John left under, quote, circumstances somewhat novel and puzzling. Yeah! Well, puzzling? That's not puzzling. And he said he had, and, and the paper said he had gone, quote, distressingly insane. So he, is he really, is he really lost it? He's like, realized, no, I, I think he's, he, he's doing think, the pretend thing so that he can have a rationale to leave. I think that he, like he tried to fuck this lady. Mm-hmm. And at, this is, it's a state of Mormons at this point, and they all fucking hate him. And right. then he's like, oh man, did I just fuck him? Yeah, okay. Because right. now he's like, oh, I can really get screwed here. R- well, not so screwed. So he's terrified. But yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's what got him into this mess. Yeah, he's right. not going to get right. screwed. Right. 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 No. So, stagecoach drives out of the city. <clears throat> the stagecoach escape is hilarious. Oh. If we run pretty fast, we could probably get him. So, uh... <laughs> So um, there's a there's a mail stop on the route, and he gets there, and, and the station manager, who was like, he's from the station coming up, but he's at the mail route for the mail stop for whatever reason. Uh, okay. And he tells John that there are people who want to attack him and assault him, and they're probably going to follow him. Okay. So he's like, cool. All he's right. like, okay, good, great, good to meet you, mail carrier. It's been super helpful on a weird little journey here. Good postman. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. John asked the station manager to, he's like, will you come with me and protect me from those guys? Okay, so here's the plan B. Why don't you drop everything and you be my best friend on a journey where they're gonna kill me, apparently. Do you wanna do that? No. Buddy cop it, kinda? Nope. Please? Nope. Come on, we'll stand back to back and point at each other? Nope. I'll be the grizzled vet? Nope. You the young buck? Nope. So much to learn from me? Nope. I'm over it, I got 48 hours till retirement. Fuck this shit, I'm too old for it. But then you're like, hey, I'm learning stuff from this guy. Nope. Yeah, and then towards the end you go, I need him, and you bail me out of the situation. We're in that part of the story right now, so I need you, partner. <laughs> bail out your best fucking buddy. Nope. Become the cop you need to be. Shut the fuck up with the nose. <laughs> I'll bang you. <laughs> there he is. There he is. I'll be your mailman. Nope. Damn it. You're good. So, the guy says no, obviously, and then the manager's like, I know this guy. Who says that? The station manager. He okay. Goes, I know a guy who will be your guard, and he sends for Maroney Clausen. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Maroney? Maroney. Okay, that's very close. Right. Is that? Yeah, right. Maroney? Oh, that is who it is, Maroney? Right, okay. Isn't Maroni better though? Maroni's better. Maroni's better. It sounds like a lunch meat. Right? Made from Maroni. New Maroni. Sliceables. Lunchables Maroni. Uh, My Maroni has a first name. 
So... We have to go pluck Moroni. What? Get those feathers off his wings. Is Moroni some, uh... Was he some guy? Some important guy at one point? He's the guy on the top of the what? Oh, he's the guy on the top of the temples? What's he supposed to do? What's his deal? Hello, there's a temple here! It's me! Can Hello. I get down? Can he's, I get he's, down? He's the Mormon fine zipper, the sign flipper. He's got like a little arrow pointing. He's like, we got one here. Check it out. See that? Right down there's one. There's another one over there. Woo! Right. Yeah! He, oh, he. He's the angel that came. Oh, he's the angel that came down and. and so wait. Talked to so Joseph wait. So wait. This guy. This guy's like, I know someone who will help you. He's like, fucking great. They're trying to kill me. He's like, it's an angel. <laughs> and he's like, I don't need. I'm looking for a person. He's like, this, this angel's gonna be really good for you. He's gonna love this angel. So, he knows all the temples. So. Moroni Clausen rolls up and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll be your guard and John pays him five bucks. Wait, but okay, so this guy is just obviously named. Well, I mean, he's just, named after the angel on right. top of the. In my like, head, he's like promising him an angel. So when a guy shows up and he gives him five bucks, I'm like, this angel better pass on this offer. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, I'm bored. <laughs> Things have been pretty, you know, slow lately. I've just been on top of the, uh, you know... Yeah, I've just been pointing at a temple for a lifetime. So, John, quote, Jason Luce also came up riding a mule. So, just something that happened, also the guy rolled up on a mule. Okay, is that inconsequential? Nope. Okay. At which I asked him to get off and let me ride, which oh, he he's, did. He's, oh, he's doing the, like, police officer, like, I need to commandeer this vehicle. He's like, I need your ass. Get off it. There we go. All right, human Moroni. It's you and I, Don Quixoteing across this weird fucking state until I get away from my weird bang history and bribe offerings. I then mounted the animal. <laughs> no. Yes. How do you ride a horse? <laughs> so John and Moroni rode ahead of the stagecoach, and they arrived at the station two hours early. Okay. Uh, there's more people at the station than John expected, and they're, uh, they're eating dinner, and they're starting to get really drunk and rowdy. Okay. Eventually, the stagecoach arrives also. Okay. And at one point, John went out to check on the stagecoach and found that people had stolen several blankets and, quote, an elegant beaver robe. Man, I'll tell you what. I obviously don't like the idea that you're killing beavers for a robe. But if you have a beaver robe and it's stolen, gotta be a low, because that robe has to be unbelievable. Oh my I'm God. surprised he didn't try to fuck it. Yeah. Well, keep listening. Okay, great. John, what are you doing? Oh, you wouldn't understand. I'm in love with a robe, Moroni, the non-angel. Thank God it wasn't a widow. That would be frowned upon. So then the group out of Salt Lake that had been pursuing John right. finally arrived at the station. Okay, and he's there, robeless. Yes. Okay. 
At this point, the stagecoach driver revealed that he was Wood Reynolds and a relative of Widow Williams. Oh, okay, so he's an undercover, he's undercover. Yeah, I guess I mean, so. most people yeah. in wagons are undercover, but yes. he's undercover. He's undercover. <laughs> And he starts verbally going after John, attacking him, calling him names and whatnot. Okay, it's gonna hurt his rating, by the way, but keep going. Now, John was in the stagecoach, and he jumped out and made for the house, but he was stopped by several of the men. I feel like he was really fucked early in this plan. Like, he got there, and it was pretty much over. Yeah, yeah, it was never gonna work. Right. They, quote, began and continued a most serious violence to me, wounding my head badly in many places, kicking me in the loins and right breast until I was exhausted. Okay. I like writing about your own beating in that way. They were kicking me in the head, my loins were bruised, my right breast was kicked. <laughs> That's oh, you kicked me in the loins! Not my breasts, you freaks! Owie! You scoundrels! Not my titties! Not my titties, you scoundrels! Oh, this beaver coat would have been quite a protective layer from all these shellackings. Oh! My booby is so bruised. <laughs> His hired guard, Maroni Clausen, Yeah, where's he? Ooh, they're Maroni. really getting you, yeah. His hired guard, Maroni Clausen, joined in on the attack and Get him! John. Beat it the shit out of him! Fuck this guy! He said his leg hurt! Get his leg! Fuck him! The fucking biggest hit should have been that my name was Maroni, you idiot! I'm on the other side! <laughs> I can't believe Maroni works for the Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are the odds? What an incredible turn in the plot! Oh my lord! We've got our third act. <laughs> One report of the attack said uh, said the attack was nearly emasculating, which led to rumors that John had been castrated. Wow! And those are oh he wasn't okay. But that was what everyone thought when they heard about the loins and right yeah loins yeah right yeah loins is. Sure. So, Ow, my loins! Not my loins! Always oh, kick me right in the loins. Wait, kick me harder. After they were done beating him, John said they carried, quote, on their orgies for many hours in the night. So they, they just kept partying while he laid there and all. So orgy used to just be a party before I it became so. like a sexual I don't think party. they all were like, all right, we're done, let's go fuck each other. All right, boys, get the clothes off, any holes of gold, let's do this, Mormons! Boom! There we go, all right. To the bar where the fucking won't stop. Yes! Uh... So, uh, eventually they leave, uh, and they, they left with all of his possessions. They took everything that he owned and had in the state. So they just beat the shit out of him, hurt his loins, his tits, and then they were like, yeah. all right, let's get out of here, we're done fucking each other. Yeah. This train ain't getting any randier. Let's go home. So there's like no sympathy for John in Utah. By the way, it's, it's, he's the governor. <laughs> no, he's the governor. <laughs> what you just did to the governor in the streets. Yes. My breast! Shut up, Governor. Yeah, so no, when people hear about the beating, they're like, yeah, no, right, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But Utah leaders 
thought they had to deal with the attack because of the federal government. You know? Right, yeah, this is Lincoln's gut, right. The last things the Mormon needed was for people in the U.S. to be more upset with them because they, because some Mormons beat up Lincoln's governor. It's like, they're like, oh, That's the thing, you wake up the next day, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God, did we? We went full Mormon. Bro, bro, we, bro, bro. Do you remember beating the fucking snot out of the governor last week? No. Yeah. No, last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, no, we beat the shit out of him. No, last night. I was I pounding his loins like a speed bag, don't you remember? I was Muhammad ali his balls, remember? Don't you remember when I was doing that shit? You were just kicking his right breast so much! No. Yeah. I, I, dude, 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 no. dude! I have a fucking beaver coat in my room. Oh my god, okay, okay. Oh I remember god. I was dancing with a giant beaver, so. Oh my god. Holy fuck, what shit. a party. Yeah, really good party, obviously. The guy from the I top can't believe we don't drink. Do we drink? Or are we just, what happened to us? I we just guess. got caught up in the. I don't think we do, though, I right? I don't think we do. So we probably were pretty sober. Well, we were we fucking don't... crazy on this dude. Yeah. We're also not supposed to fuck other guys, but. Well, what's uh, a Mormon orgy then? I think you just have Pepsi. Oh, man. That's what I'm feeling today. I got that Pepsi hangover, man. <laughs> So, yeah, Utah leaders like, we gotta deal with this. John knows all the attackers, so sure. he names them all. <laughs> the all-powerful governor. He hit me, and I never had beat my breast. My loins were, that man really, he would not stop hitting my loins. And Moroni, Moroni, fuck, I always fuck it up. But you, most of all. You should be eligible, you son of a bitch. All right. Oop. Oop. So, uh... What's going on here? I don't really? know. It's a new stance. Yeah, this is very like Moses of you. <laughs> so I got the fucking commandments. Let's have a little of the Christ's uh, blood. All right, here we go. Boom, boom, boom. First commandment. Oh, this is a doozy. Hey. So what is it? Thou shalt not ask me to read them unless I'm ready. Ah, come on, everybody. Tip your weight staff. Come on. Thou shalt not kill. Shut up. Wait, what just happened? You're for killing? Huh? Yeah. Or is that just not the first one? That's, That's not saying. the first one. We know what they are because we drove past them on the fucking highway like yeah. four times. Yeah. Jesus Christ, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get my list of ten things, Moses? Yes, God. Go give them to people. Oh my God, it seems like you could have a better system. I tried to fax them. They went into a clown car. They went through the chitty chitty bang bang car. And then some man that was eating gremlins. We're ready. So John writes a scathing letter about the Mormons to Lincoln. Oh, tattle. And he publishes it in the paper instead of sending it to Lincoln. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's like when someone posts about you, but it's not about you. Subtweet. 
just so you know, really good friends are people who don't need to apologize for stuff because they know their character. You're like, oh my, I'm sorry. I said, I'm fucking sorry. Uh, he claimed that the Mormons in Utah were lawless and hateful. <laughs> no. 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 Not my Mormons. No. Nope. Nice. Yes. He said they only wanted statehood so they could kick out federal authorities and protect polygamy. Yeah, which is true. Yeah, I think so. Po poly yeah. Polygamy is an enormous part, yes? No, so I'm hearing multiple. No, there's some. There's still some. You know, I know there's some that don't. Cult-like things. That, but I don't think you got. Uh, how many of you guys are? <laughs> but wait, back back then, was it not like it was not like a? It was that. I know it's like. I know there's different uh, beliefs within the Mormons. I think it's still going on, right? At this point, yeah, they're still oh, there's still a bunch of ladies. Yeah, but they're. It's like, uh, well, how is he going to own a bunch of women? No. Yeah. Got weird. Yeah, sure did. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's still happening. They still right. want it. Right. When did they finally say we don't want it? It was like... Well, they still do it. To get statehood, that's when they did it. They had to be like, all right, we won't do it. Fine, one, fuck. This is gonna suck. What's your problem? Nothing, just wouldn't mind a few of you. Such bullshit. Fuck it with God's plan. Supposed to have five to six wives. 450 kids and make jam. That's simple things. Jam, 500 kids, nine women. Just like he said. Don't look at me like I'm a creep. He's the freak. He's the one who wants it. He's listening to him. He's like, man, really fuck so much down there. Yeah, I just got one. Not a lot of yield. Like five to twenty. It's nothing. It's a drop in the bucket. Not in that way. Don't be gross. It's the first commandment. Thou shalt not be gross. Look at you. Maybe we just cap it at three wives. Two. Huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding, I know you want one. <sighs> I just don't know how you're going to do it, though. It's just going to suck. Sorry, go ahead. Was that out loud? Go ahead. Sorry, I was just, just having a moment with my man up there. He's a guy. He's a man. He wears Tevas and has a robe. Go ahead. These are terrible wedding guys. Hmm? Those are terrible wedding guys. Well, this is my fifth marriage. I don't know how it goes. Uh, John wrote, quote, The horrid crimes that have been committed in this territory, which have gone unpunished, have no parallel among civilized nations. Okay, it's the government. Well, wait till I tell you about Belgium and the Congo, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, at the same time, Brigham Young upped his push for statehood. Okay. He said they would so be... So he's like, this is not a state. He's like, we should probably get stated. Yeah, we should get stated right now. So. Uh, he said they would be able to elect their governors and wouldn't have to deal with any more men like Governor Dawson. Okay. Now, rest warrants were issued for the men who beat John. Sure. But there, no one's in a rush to go arrest them. Okay. And then one of them, Lot Huntington, uh, he was accused of stealing $800 from a mailbox. 
I don't know what the fuck is happening. Sure. There's just 800 bucks in a mailbox. I, yeah. Someone put $800 in the mailbox. Yeah. And then they're like, I can't believe it's gone. I wonder if it got to where it's going. You can't get your hand in it. So. What a dumb bank. <laughs> Hello? Checking. So now, you know, they've committed a real crime, and uh, he has to get out of Utah. So two other others join uh, Lot Huntington on the run. One of them was Moroni. Okay, so he's like, I just like fleeing. <laughs> I like to run. I love being escaping. Uh, as they escaped, they stopped in West Jordan, where Lot stole a horse. Okay. The family horse, uh, the family of the horse belonged to really loved the horse. Okay. And, uh, the, That's nice. Yeah, it is. That is nice, yeah. And the family members formed a posse, and they gave chase. One of the men leading the posse was U.S. Deputy Marshal and Mormon hitman Porter Rockwell. Well, you stole... <laughs> yeah. Stole the wrong horse. Wrong fucking horse. Yeah. Porter is, of course, from episode 74, a well-known tracker, and it killed many men on behalf of the church. <laughs> Hearing that you stole that, that animal, you're like, Wh whose is it? <laughs> Do we really believe in God? <laughs> it's really bad. So the posse gives chase. At one point, Porter borrowed a stagecoach so he could chase in comfort. <laughs> that's my man. that's my boy right yeah, there. Yeah, that's my fucking yeah. guy. I'm like, what, what if I'm not on a horse? Like, oh, bumpity bumpity bumpity. What if I'm like on a nice seat? Yeah, I'm sitting there hanging out. Yes, I want to enjoy this murder. <laughs> so the posse caught up with the three criminals in Rush Valley, and uh, they were told by locals there that they were eating breakfast in a house. Now, Lot was very good with a gun. And he had previously had a shootout with another Mormon church enforcer and, you know, got away. <laughs> Mormon church enforcer. Put your hands up. Don't Put them together. Don't. Now look upstairs. Think about stuff you want. <laughs> Ask real nice. Uh, so Lot came out and the shooting started. Okay. Lot shot one member of the posse in the hip. Okay. And then he ran, but he was shot in his bottom. The ball lodging in his groin. Oh, right in the loins. Oh, oh so he's got, he's got to, well, I mean, if you're going to put a ball in someone, go where the others are. That's right. No! The posse. Got quite a full scrotum over here. I'll tell you. We went from half capacity to wide open. Oh, this room is full. I guess I jerk off or what? Oh, boy. How do we get this out? We gotta pass it. The posse yells a lot to surrender, but instead he jumped on a horse and rode straight at Rockwell. Uh, riding a horse after being shot in the ball? Slower, slower, not so much. Slower, slower, Jesus Christ. Motherfucker! Saddle needs shocks. Do you have a hemorrhoid pill? Rockwell shot and killed him. Oh, thank God. His last words, my bowels. Oh, right in the nuts. Uh, Moroni and then the other, the other man came out and surrendered. 
And Rockwell brought uh, those two and the body back to Salt Lake and turned them over to police. Okay. That horse was like, wow. Crazy shit. You guys are gonna have to wipe the tears for me. <laughs> As Rockwell rode off, he heard shots. The Deseret News, quote, the prisoners supposedly, oh, sorry, the prisoners supposing probably that the policemen were unarmed started to run and were immediately shot at and both killed before getting far away. Okay. So they made a very bad miscalculation. Yep. They don't have guns. Run. Go. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> they have guns. They have guns. That's the official record of what, what, what happened, but one member of the posse said that the men had powder burns on their faces. Had powder so, burns on their faces? Yeah, so they were shot like they were executed. Oh, right, right, very, right, right. No one in Salt Lake City came forward to claim Moroni Clawson's body. Oh, no. <laughs> I told you this would get sad. <laughs> Lunchables did. They're like, we would love to actually... <laughs> Slice him into pepperonis, if that's... Put him on a cracker with some cheese. Capri Sun, maybe a little... Just like a spitball, we're just talking about mm -hmm. lunch options. For those people who are on the go, you know, maybe a little... Moroni. Uh, maybe, yeah. Moroni. Moroni. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so a, a, a policeman named Henry Heath uh, felt pity because of the shitty clothes that Moroni had on when he died, so he used his own money and he bought him some nice clothes to bury him in. What kind of, man, I feel bad we killed him. Let's get him a suit. <laughs> Do it right, you know what I mean? Undo that he'll never use. There we go, yeah, his last suit, we'll call it. The and tailor's looking at us kind of funny, so. The tailor's looking at us kind of funny, so. This tailor doesn't seem to, yeah. he finds this situation quite strange. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <fuck. laughs> Moroni was buried in the city cemetery and the county paid for the burial. So they took care of him. County paid for the burial, the cop got him closed. Sure, right, really, short of not killing him, they did everything they could for yeah. the fellow. <laughs> Three days later. Oh, he's back. Oh. <laughs> I told you. Where's my leg? We sold it. Oh. I'm just quite dirt. That's good. So, three days later, Moroni's brother shows up. Bro, Moroni. Broni? Broni. Broni. Okay, I'll call him Broni. Broni. So, Broni comes. Hello. To. To collect the body, he's I'm like here for Moroni. I'm Baroni. He's my brother. He wants. Did he Barone die? <laughs> I might Barone cry over this. He wants to exhume the body and Let's take get him it, out of there and take it to the the Clausen family plot. In, he just wants the suit. We need to get it out of here. I want to bury him someone else. Is it a 38 regular? <laughs> So they want to bury him the family plot. All right, so he gets permission from the uh, city sexton to... Hello. No. <laughs> yes. It's just, I'm the city sexton. The Hello. You don't know so, what I do. Well, what do I do in your opinion? You're like the... You're yeah, the, the, the yeah. church guy in charge of... Well, by day. But then at night, I flip the collar. 
All bets are off. So he gets permission to exhume the body. You can do whatever you want. I've exhumed it a couple times, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, dirty, naughty, yes. It's me. When's it daytime again? No, hopefully never. Wow. <laughs> I'm so, looking to bang. So they dig it up and uh, they open the coffin and they find Hello. A, they, <laughs> they find a completely naked Morona. Someone did take this. <laughs> Man. You got a that must be a really good suit to be like, let's get him up. I really I have to have it. So, uh, Broni is fucking livid. No, He's man. like furious. He's like, they buried him fucking naked. They buried my brother totally nude. I can't believe they would do this. They would treat Moroni in such a way. So he storms back and goes over to Officer Heath, and he starts yelling at him for burying his brother that way. And he's like, well, I bought him fucking clothes and the body was dressed. By the way, if you're like, I gave him a suit. You're like, bullshit, you didn't buy him a suit. That story doesn't hold up. <laughs> So he calls him a liar, he's demanding justice, it gets really heated, but, but after a while, they, I don't know how, but they, they convince him, like they must have gone and, to the tailor and said, yeah, this guy fucking sold us a suit. So the brother is like, wow, this is crazy. Something's fucking wrong here. Right. And, uh, and so they started looking into it. Sure. And Heath goes to a judge and gets permission to start an investigation and then he and four others go over the cemetery. Go, okay. And the Salt Lake City Cemetery gravedigger had worked there for three years. His name was Jean Baptiste. Sure, absolutely. Yep. He was, he was scrawny, he didn't talk much. He came from Venice, Italy. Is he just wearing a real nice suit? Like, yeah, I didn't see shit, so. <laughs> if anyone did it, I'd have seen it, but I did not see the thing. <laughs> Sucks about him too. No, I'm not going to uh, uh, dance. This is just how I dress it. There. If you find any cufflinks in the coffin, let me know because um, I don't want them. <laughs> so he's he come from Italy to America. He spent some time in Australia. He's been in San Francisco for a while. According to newspapers in San Francisco, he pretended he was blind and he begged on the streets. Sure, sure. But for about three years now, Baptiste had been the graveyard man at the cemetery, and people in Salt Lake called him John the Baptist. Okay, right. Little nickname. Little fun nickname. Sure. So the police go to his house, but he's not there. Okay. And they start talking to Baptiste's wife, and she's acting really fucking squirrely. I can't see. Who is that? Ma'am. Oh, sorry. I'm deaf? No, you're not. Right. Shut up. I'm dead. Hmm? Sit down. Author Tom Wharton, quote, they decided she was half-witted. Okay. So they're just like, God, this one's fucking stupid. She's dumb. Jesus Christ, is she stupid. Holy shit. So they search his house, and they find a pile of boxes. And inside were 60 pairs of kid shoes and lots of burial clothes. Oh, no. No, no. So, Heath, shoots. Heath, is, Heath is fucking livid. Yeah. He's disgusted. He's also panicked because his daughter had been buried in the cemetery. Uh. 
and it seemed Baptiste was digging up people and oh. taking their clothes. Oh my God. Oh. So the cops head for the cemetery where they find Baptiste at work digging a grave. And Heath immediately demands a confession. Wharton, quote, the little man groveled in the dirt, swearing his innocence. Infuriated, he- I just like kids' sneakers. <laughs> I bought them at a payless. <laughs> Infuriated, Heath grabbed Baptiste by the neck and shook him. This time, Baptiste whimpered that he had dug up just a few graves. Oh, Jesus. It's just, just a couple, Yeah, sir. right. After they, we found 60 shoes. Okay, so 30. What's your deal? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not a commandment. Heath dragged Baptiste to a grave right next to his daughter's and asked if he had opened that one. And Baptiste said yes. Oh, that's one of the three. Heath then pointed at his daughter's grave and asked Baptiste, and Baptiste said no. Heath hoped it was true, but they had no. found clothes no. from over 300 graves oh in the home. Oh my god. No. What, what did no. his wife think? His wife was just like, shopping again? You're a real shopaholic. Oh, she fucking knew. That's why when they got there, she was like, I, 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 I. and they're like, this one's fucking halfway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So they arrest Baptiste. He go, he, they put him in jail. <laughs> On the rare charge of stealing dead clothes. <laughs> The next day, they bring him back to the cemetery so he could point out which graves he had robbed. Oh, and he, my God. He only that picked, one. That one, that one. I should point out, he was buried with 30 suits. <laughs> you, now, you mean Rob instead of just dug up for the fuck of it, right? Yes. Okay, what? then that one and that one. Uh-huh. So he only picked out about a dozen. Okay, only a dozen. That's where the bar is at. <laughs> just those 12 I st- dug up and... Took the clothes off the dead people and then reburied them and, you know, took, took the clothes home. To, yep, so that's, is that a crime? I feel like that's uh, 12. <laughs> it's adolescence. Now, they brought him back to jail, but soon word was out. And police told the public that Baptiste had not only taken clothes, but he had also been using the coffins for firewood. <laughs> Okay, use so every, you know, use the, everything. When you shoot a yeah, buffalo, you no, use it all. Absolutely, fur to bone, fur to so bone. It's the same thing. Fur to bone. All of it. Oh, that part. I mean, that part where it's like, so you just dug up those twelve and took. That's right. That's it. And then uh, some of them obviously were used for the uh, caskets were firewood. <laughs> and that's everything. That's that's words and all, guys. That's everything I did. Just some of them. So if you are gonna exhume some of them, you'll find that they're, it's just naked people in soil is what I've kind of <laughs> left it as. And I guess in retrospect for you, the family members, that's very scarring. Because for me, it was fucking weird, honestly, to throw the, the naked body when I'd be wearing the nice clothes, to throw the, anyway, what, you guys were ready to talk and I just kept going, which is so dumb of me. So, I think what we're all saying is the same thing. It doesn't matter what someone is buried in. <laughs> That's not what this is about. What matters is where they loved. The Lord will still carry them the same, even though there's nothing down there except for skin from a person who t- clothesless and casketless. 
a lot of people think that was on one of the plates. That the guy, that's, that's, that, actually, well, I didn't, pretend I didn't say anything. I'm starting a new religion. Where the clothes and the coffin prevent you from getting into heaven. I am merely escalating these people to the next level. And keeping their clothes because I hate waste. Honey, just don't make me give up the beaver rope. Absolutely not, darling. Absolutely not. So, yeah, people are fucking mad, sure. obviously. And soon hundreds of people have surrounded the jail. Uh, and they, they want Baptiste. They uh, want to tear this guy apart. I would be furious. They want to know if their loved ones have been dug up, robbed, and left naked. Baptiste admits he had been stealing clothes from the cemetery for nine years. I thought he only worked there for three. Yes. So he had six years previous? Yes, and then he got hired. And then one day someone's like, oh, do you work here? And he's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Who hired you? The guy Greg hired me for the... Yeah. Oh, I didn't see your paperwork. Yeah, I work here. Yep, so... Great, um, you pay me to do this now, right? Awesome. I um, mean, not that I've been, yeah. I'm looking over your resume. Sure. Do you have any experience digging a body? Oh my God, do I, yeah. Uh, recreationally, not professionally. Oh, it's just like a hobby? It's a hobby. In my personal life, I, I got very good at digging. I've always been a bit of a digger. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, just so, yeah, I'm very good at digging a grave, for sure. Really? And filling it. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. And if you ever need to get a body out for any reason, I know how to do that, too. And if that body needs to be declothed, I'm your guy. I have a long... I'm perfect for this job in every way. I mean, I've been doing it for six years. I mean, nothing. But, um, but yeah, so I'm ready to join the team. Let's do it. Let's put some asses in caskets. So let's do it. I'm ready. You're hired. Thank you. Thank you. I know my way around really well, too. Yeah, so things got easier the past three years because he was the city gravedigger officially. It turned out when he was arrested, Baptiste was wearing two shirts he had to remove from a corpse. So at work, he would just kind of be like, perfect, and he'd put the shirt on, to, right? Yeah, he was. He must have. Otherwise, he's like, oh, I got so many shirts, I'm going to wear them two at a time. Police took all the clothes from his house and spread them out in the main hall of the courthouse. And then hundreds of people came through to look to no. see if they uh. recognized a dress or a shirt they had buried a loved one in. Oh my God, that... <laughs> this is a good time. Uh. Every once in a while, someone would sob or scream when they recognized a piece of clothing. I mean, nine years. Nine years of taking clothes off of bodies. That's a lot of clothes. You can open up your own store. Yeah. No, yeah. This is how Cole started. <laughs> this is the story of Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> the Detroit Tribune sent a report. I like the Detroit scare. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> I don't know how this happened, but the D Detroit Tribune sent a reporter, quote, the prisoner does not seem to realize the enormity of the crime committed. He seems rather to be possessed of dull and blunted sensibilities than a corrupt and depraved heart. Mm, I wonder. So he's just kind of dumb, it sounds like. Sure, but it seems, it seems like, even, I mean, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I mean, it even feels dumb guys like, know, like, don't dig up the body and wear the shoes. You know, like, I, feel, I mean, like, maybe two, but you wouldn't be like, I have nine years of digging up three a day and taking everything. I'm so stupid. <laughs> Me no, no, no better. 
We dumb. There's a wedding coming. I hope someone dies. That's a crime? You're not allowed to do that? Whoa. <laughs> News to me. So Brigham Young tries to calm people down. Everyone relax. It's kind of okay. We believe a lot of crazy shit after all. This isn't that crazy. If he just said he was looking for plates, they'd all be like, you're off the hook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was looking for plates. A large crowd gathered in the Mormon tabernacle. Young told them what Baptiste had done was so horrible he could barely comprehend it. Okay. Life in prison, hanging, shooting would all be appropriate punishments. Sure, all of them. Right. <laughs> but instead, Young wanted to exile Baptiste somewhere where he could live his life in total isolation. Wow, okay, I'll take that. He explained he Fillmore. himself. He, Fillmore! He, yes, Fillmore. That's right. <laughs> Young explained he himself had several relatives in the cemetery. Good news, though, at the resurrection, they would appear as glorious as they were the day they were laid to rest. That's what bring, bring me up. Yeah. It's like, they'll have clothes when they come back. <laughs> Better clothes. They're all getting big makeovers. And when they come back, they're going to jump through old pictures of themselves to show you the new them. <laughs> So still, some people wanted to dig up their relatives, put them in clothes, and bury them in their gardens where they could make sure they were safe. The only rational thing to do is to turn every yard into a cemetery. Under the carrots! There we go, that's right. Where nobody will go. The only thing to do is to stuff them and keep them at the dinner table with us. They will eat with us from now on. We're gonna mount them like heads on a wall. Your whole family. And some, some did. Some dug up their relatives and put them in their own yards. You're coming with me, Grandpa. You're coming home, baby. But after a bit of time passed, Young suggested those people should take the coffins back to the cemetery and leave them to rest in the proper place. So people are like, all right, it's been a few years. Let's dig them up again. Put it back there. The carrots are great, though. What the carrot, I swear to God, he is... He is the carrot whisperer. I don't know what grandpa is doing down there, but the carrots have never been juicier. So big and tasty. So there's no record of a trial against uh, Jean Baptiste. Okay. But people described what happened to him. The words grave robber were tattooed on his forehead. <laughs> Anyway, good luck meeting a new lady. Yeah. So, uh, you want to be a groundskeeper? <laughs> you have a wealth of experience. It's just, um, I guess we're worried you might do some weird stuff. Uh, uh, why? Well, um, again, the resume is unbelievable. Yeah, thank you. you. Resume speaks for itself. Six years digging graves pro bono is, yes. you know, quite an internship right off the bat. Um, I guess I'll call it the issue. We're worried about theft. Um, Why? Well, just because clearly you have grave robber tattooed on your face. No, and that's grave rober. <laughs> I put robes on graves. Very 
interesting twist. I, uh, so as opposed to taking stuff, you're giving stuff. That's right. A grave rober. Mostly beaver robes. You are a no-brainer for this company. You are hired, and uh, we are very excited. Um, we'd love to get a look at some of these robes. Yeah, I'll have some in a couple of weeks. Great. So, get started. Get started with what you do. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, as soon as we can, let's start robing them. Let's yep. start, bring the robes down here, let's start robing them. Sorry about that uh, judgment earlier. I've never been very... I never know how, how many bees are in words is always... Uh... To, be, to be fair, it was dumb of me to put it on there. I just thought it was funny. Well, it was dumb of you to put what on where? To have it tattooed on my Oh, to have, yeah. It's a very, it's, look, I did, we, everyone wants to talk to you. <laughs> it's a conversation starter. We are so glad to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, you can, you can leave now. The interview is officially over and you've got the job. Oh, fuck, thank you. Alright, so you're hired, so. Nothing to do now, but uh, get out of here and uh, get Jesus started. Jesus Christ, I can smell them. <laughs> Sorry, to smell the oh robes? God. Sir, excuse me. That one, shh, John? No, sorry. Well, John? That one is four years old. I'm sorry, are you, are you doing, is this like a rope calculation? Because you're just... Wearing just, the gap? Why are you rubbing your legs so... You're, stop caressing yourself, sir. It's a... Uh... An Armani top. <laughs> okay, well God, get up. Uh -huh. Can you smell that? No, I don't smell anything, but I've always had a pretty bad sense of smell. Um, Alright, I'm gonna leave my own office, which is strange, because I was sort of seeing you leave. Uh, after the job interview, but I'm actually I'm gonna lock I'm gonna lock the door. I'll leave you in here for a couple of days, and then we'll come back. And um, you know, I, when I said you're hired, I just that is a um, I'm hired. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Okay. All right. So yeah, just gonna I'll put this candle out because that's uh, gonna darken the room, which I like. We use candles, and um, I'll uh, just a. Do you need any firewood? Do you have a knife? Uh, no, is that what's in the front of your pants? Because I'm just sort of curious what... Uh... I'm going to go. i got to go. I'm going. I'm going. By the way, great outfit. You really Thank know how to you. dress. You have a great fashion sense. I've never seen anyone with five shirts on at the same time. An awesome look. Layers are in. Layers are very in. So Baptiste was taken to Miller Island, a small island in the middle of Great Salt Lake. Mm -hmm. It was surrounded by very deep water. Mm -hmm. It would later be named Fremont Island. Sure. There he lived in a small shack alone. <laughs> okay. There was a brackish spring that he was able to use for water. All right. Island's not too small. Like two hours to walk across. By the way, I could totally handle this. Sure. Yeah. It was very rocky. There were gulls and pelicans and lizards and snakes. It was very hot in the summer, very cold in the winter. Uh -huh. So these guys had cattle out there, the Miller brothers, uh, and so they would come out every third week to look after the cattle, and they would they were going to give him food and check on. That was the deal. Oh, okay, they're supposed to. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, Baptiste, they said, was just thrilled not to have been executed. Hey! Hey! <laughs> he said. There's, uh... A man who's in the show in his mind. Yes. Ah, I'm ah, in the microphone. 
the brother said Baptiste was absolutely terrified of death. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. I just feel like someone's gonna take all my clothes. <laughs> Who will rob the robber? The first time the Millers came to see him, Baptiste was inside the small shack. Hello! The second time they came to see him, he was gone. Bye! There was one slaughtered cow, and he had taken the hide, cut it into strips, and used it to tie together a raft. Okay, so he's... So this... Where's he gonna go? So this dude is making a... He killed one of their cows, and yeah. now he's making an escape from his Salt Lake Island. Yes. With Grave Robber tattooed on his head. That's right. Right. Just gotta start a new life. I'll change my name. No one will know who I am. Headbands! Yeah. <laughs> I call it the bandana. So no one knows what happened to John Baptiste. Absolutely nobody knows. No, after that. No, nope, he's he gone. off the island. It's very, very easy to drown out there in the salty water. If he'd gone back to Salt Lake City, clearly people would have seen him because of the grave robber shit Maybe. on his forehead. Some people said they saw him in Montana. People might have just been like, remember that cow that walked on two feet? Just <laughs> think about that cow. Remember we pushed it and said, fuck off? Asked where the cemetery was? Wouldn't get milk out of the weird udders? I think about him from time to time. But basically, John Baptiste, the grave robber, just vanished. He just took off. The other men who beat up John Dawson were tried. They later claimed they had been acting under direct orders from the Salt Lake City police chief. Okay. John Dawson returned to Indiana. He was now even more unpopular. Hello, I've returned a great hero. <laughs> You thought Nebraska fucking sucked. Holy shit, have I got a place for you. It's a state. There's a place where you can't fuck widows. You believe that? Where dead people's clothes are a fire sale. <laughs> so he was now even more unpopular in Indiana than he had been when he left. He better end up in Nebraska. He then, he then wrote a letter to the Fort Wayne Times saying that if Utah government if the Utah government would give him more discretionary power and a bump in salary, it would allow him to keep up in Salt Lake society, and then he would, quote, make a very nice thing out of governing Utah. Wait, wait, sorry. He's still like, I'm the governor. Yeah. He's still, after all that, is like, all right, well, we've had some growing pains. <laughs> like when you guys went loin crazy on me. But I think we've learned a lot. Let's give it another shot. Take two, and I want to raise. Come on. Yeah, the only problem is I need more money to do what I did I'm last gonna time. I'm going to need a bump. I'm pretty good. <laughs> and they tattooed dickhole on his head? Oh, that's a lot. Uh, naturally, reporters looked into it. The People's Press of Bluffton said giving a title couldn't, quote, change a felon into a state statesman nor elevate the groveling and bespotted appetites of the low and vulgar to those of the philosopher or Christian. Exactly. <laughs> like I always said. Of Dawson, the People's Press wrote, quote, he is a poor, despised, and hated ruffian without a solitary friend of any influence on earth outside of his own printing office. By the way, that is... 
pretty much what it takes to be a government official, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is not the first time that the community has, has been sickened and disgusted with the infamy and crime of John Dawson. So nobody, when he got back there, nobody wanted him. They hit him. And, and he's not the governor. No, they, no, he never went back. Okay. He lived out the rest of his life as an invalid in pain. I don't know why. I couldn't figure out why. But it must have been My loins. It must have been from the beating. Whenever it's humid. Yeah, he got the... Oh, there must be a storm coming. My breast aches. <laughs> I'm like a walking Doppler. He studied local history. And then he published a biography. Did he start a podcast? <laughs> he published a biography of John Chapman, or as he is now known, Johnny Appleseed. Oh, what? Yes. Oh, John Dawson created no. the legend no. of Johnny no. Appleseed. No. <laughs> what? What a second chapter. Uh, you thought I was done? Oh, I'm not done. Take a man's beaver coat. <laughs> he died on September 10th, 1877. Wow, Johnny Appleseed. That's, I mean, of course he came up with it. It's natural. I just thought about it. Um, uh, sources, the Deseret.com, uh, True West Magazine, Tom Wharton book, It Happened in Utah. It sure did. The, it always does. Uh, the Salt Lake Tribune, the article, third governor was run out of Utah for three weeks. That's a book title? It's a, no, it's a newspaper oh, okay. title. Uh, Sacramento Bee, Desert News, and the Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, <laughs> wow. What? What a crazy state you live in. <laughs> Now let's beat the fuck out of him! Dibs on loin kicks! Wow. You guys come from a weird fucking place. Everything's church. Stand up if Dave has touched ye tonight. The power of the Anthony is inside of ye. Yes, confess yourself! And I don't want people to think we just make fun of Mormons. We make fun of all religions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you know, in a world of crazy religions, Mormons are like, hello! We're like, oh, what's going on over there? But it's so hard when you start so late. I mean, you gotta really bring some fucking Yeah, you flash. got, yeah, yeah. People are like, yeah, we've heard this all before. They're like, well, you get a lot of wives. We're listening. Crazy underwear. All right. <laughs> Angel lunch meat. Mm. Mm. Let me get a maroni on wheat and. It is crazy here. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say, Dave. I don't uh, either. Just a. Uh, it got weird. It got it got real weird, and uh, yeah. and it was weird before. Uh, John Baptiste was involved. It That's was right. really weird. It was already weird. And then, and then, in the third act, yes. a man 
just was taking all the clothes. They tattooed Grave Robber on his head. He went to his own fucking Shawshank Island, yeah. and then he like cow yachted away. That's right. <laughs> and out of that was born Johnny Appleseed. And then that's where we get Johnny Appleseed from, of course. Is this a story you can tell your kids? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sir, thank you're beautiful. And uh, and not very quiet, but very beautiful. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for coming out, Salt Lane. We appreciate